Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. They say it's in your blood, a game that can't be won, only played. A love affair. It satisfies the soul and frustrates the intellect. The greatest game ever played. Golf. It's real. And this is Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, son of legendary golfer Billy Casper. Talking golf with you for more than two decades. And now, here's Brian and Bob. Well, thank you very much and welcome in to this episode of Real Golf Radio. Two decades sort of hit a little hard there, Bob, on that open. <laughs> we have been doing it for a bit, haven't we? Yeah, um, quite com- a bit. Coming up on the end of our 24th year, I'm excited for year 25. We got a lot to talk about. Speaking of the guy that's been doing it for a long time, Tiger Woods is back at his own tournament, the Hero World Challenge. We'll talk about his first two rounds, and yeah, there's other players playing as well. We'll get into that. ROM rumors continue to fly. Uh, got a lot of thoughts on this one. And uh, Jay Monahan and Yasser from the PIF Fund expected to meet next week on that framework agreement. And we've got Luke Donald continuing as Europe's Ryder Cup captain, headed yeah. to New York in a couple of years. So there's a lot of things to talk about. This week is it's it's a lot of news for golf as we enter the month of December, final month of 2023. So a few shows left in the year. Happy holidays. Thanks for joining us. Hit us up on X at Real Golf is where you can find us or download us where your favorite podcasts are found just by searching Real Golf Radio. Our flagship station is 97.5 the KSL Sports Zone in, <clears throat> excuse me, in Salt Lake City, Utah. Well, Bob, uh, just real quick, initial reactions to seeing Tiger back out on the golf course. Well, I think it's pretty cool to see him back, no doubt. Uh, it's almost like a Merry Christmas for all of us. Mm. In in As far as golfers are concerned that love to watch golf on television, to be able to see Tiger Woods back, and then we're going to see him again here in just a uh, real quick time with his son Charlie playing in the PNC. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a great week. Um, a lot of stories coming out as this year is winding down. But really, really, the premiere is seeing Tiger Woods out playing and seeing him swing fairly easily um, and hitting some good shots. Will Zalatoris is also back after eight months after having back yep. surgery. So, you know, here's a guy on, on the other end of his career that has had to take most of the year off with an injury. So we'll talk about uh, Willie Z, the rest of the leaderboard in there as well. Tony Finau had a little procedure on his knee. He's back to playing. It was a first-round leader. And uh, so nice to see Tony get getting back after it. He had a couple of wins early, but certainly I'm sure he's anxious to 
show what he's got and hopefully feeling a little bit better and being able to, to do just that. We'll get into all of that coming up next. We're just getting started here. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Are you looking to improve your baseball swing? You need the Rip Grip Pro. Co-created by Dodgers AAA star Drew Avins, the Rip Grip Pro will help you stay palm up, palm down, and pull the barrel of the bat through the zone instead of pushing it. Check out Drew's videos at ripgrippro.com and you'll see how this can help you or the baseball player in your family improve your ABs. Get the adjustability in your swing that you need. Go to ripgrippro.com. That's ripgrippro.com. This year, Staples wants everyone to have a happy holiday. That's right, holla deal. Staples holla deals are amazing savings on hot holiday tech. Great prices on laptops, game systems, earbuds, and more. And now at Staples, you can save up to $350 on select PCs. During Staples holla deals, it's not about the fa-la-la. It's about saving moolala. Save up to $350 on select PCs today at Staples. Ends 1223 and store only see associate for details. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8-Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Here, Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. Wendy's Peppermint Frosty and Frosty Cream Cold Brew make the perfect gift for anyone in your life. Especially for you. Yeah, this year you're sitting on your own lap and getting yourself what you want. Finally. And now every day this season, unlock 20% off your total when you get any small, medium, or large Frosty in the Wendy's app. So order something from your own wish list this year. Limited time only at participating U.S. Wendy's with app offer and registration. Applies to menu items only. Taxes and fees excluded. Are you looking for a guilt-free holiday season? Check out 100calsnacks.com. With 100% natural ingredients and no sugar added, these snacks are low in carbs, but high in protein and fiber, and absolutely delicious. You'll get a kick out of the chocolate brownies with ashwagandha, and use code NOGUILT for 25% off your order. That's the number 100 calsnacks.com. Get the energy boost you need with a potent dose of superfood for just 100 calories. That's 100calsnacks.com. Thanks to Total Wine, you saved more on all the gifts for the ones you adore. Wines and beers all nestled on shelves. Got some advice from our helpful elves. Oh, so, so many gifts to explore when you go, go to Total Wine and more. Bottles so delightful, whoa, whoa, whoa. Price so amazingly low, low, low. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine and more. Drink responsibly, B21. Back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. This segment is brought to you in part by Callaway Golf. Check out the Callaway Golf Gift Guide this holiday season by going to callawaygolf.com slash gift guide. And, you know, there's lots of options out there from golf bags, golf balls, hats, scarves, towels. Say what? Gloves. 
gloves, throw it all in there, any accessory that you might imagine. Plus, of course, you got wedges and irons, woods and more, all available there at CallawayGolf.com slash gift guide. And thanks again for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. And yeah, Tiger Woods is back. And uh, it's nice to see. It's great to have him out there. And I guess a lot of people wondering just exactly what he might look like. But let, let's hear from him. After his first round, he gave this this synopsis of kind of where his game is at this point in time. I got off to a decent start. Um, I didn't play the par fives particularly well all day. And uh, I was telling Todd over there, I had a, a really a lack of commitment through most of my middle part of my round and finishing. I just didn't quite commit to what I was doing and feeling. Um, you, you, you take it for granted, I guess, when you're, you're playing all the time. You know, that okay, the wind's it's coming up. Um, you move the ball back. You just kind of lean on just a little bit. I'll, I'll just flight it down a little bit. I'll add a couple yards in. I was, instead of reacting to it, I was thinking about doing it. And then I was, as I was thinking about it, should I do this or not? By then, I'm, I'm normally, I'm pulling the trigger, and I shouldn't really pull the trigger, uh, you know. And then I had a bad shot, you know. It was just, I kept doing it time and time again. It was just a lack of commitment to what I was doing and feeling, and I got to do a better job of it. So that was Tiger after round number one when he shot 75. What is he exactly talking about there, Bob? Uh, lack of commitment. I mean, he started going on this little bit of a rant of, should I do this? Should I not? Raul Wally's pulling the trigger and taking the club back. I mean, that's stuff that we do. Uh, and I say we, I'm meaning us amateurs. I know you're in the amateur category, but I still consider you a professional for all your years. So the rest of us, we're all screwing around in the head trying to figure out what we're doing and hitting bad shots. Apparently, we learned that Tiger's human. Well, we do. And one of the things that really stuck out to me is that his his commitment, his commitment level on shots. When Tiger Woods or any player in golf, uh, especially professionals, when they're thinking about things as they're over the ball and they're getting ready to pull the trigger, as he said, and hit a shot, that's not where you want to be. Mine wants to be quiet when it's time to hit the shot and you're reacting to the situation, not thinking about the situation, as he said. So what Tiger um, had difficulty with because of his rustiness and and not having played a, a lot of golf week after week after week were those things where normally he just jumps right into a shot. He knows what he's going to do. He gets over it. He's he's committed to it, and he executes it. He's not thinking about the different things and should I do this or shouldn't I do this and that kind of thing. So it's more instinctual when you're playing yes. on a regular basis, yes. when you're more tournament ready, if you will, as opposed yep. to having not played since April. So I guess Correct. there's that. Look, uh, look, I've, I'm not here to, to, to judge him unfairly. Uh, here was the difference after a, a round of 70 uh, in round number two, Tiger, Tiger talking to Todd Lewis on Golf Channel after his round. Well, I cleaned it up a little bit from yesterday, for sure. Uh, I didn't quite have the finish I would like to have. I missed a couple putts coming in, made a couple little mistakes, but... Overall, it was uh, it was a better start. Uh, but again, like you said, better commitment. Uh, I kept it going with that today, and uh, just wish I would have made a couple more putts to keep the round going. 
round number two, a much better start. Everyone was losing their mind on the social media when he goes out birdie, birdie start, picks up a couple more on six and seven, turns in 32, four under par, was there through uh, 12, and then, you know, makes bogey on 13, bogeys the par five, 15th hole. He was not happy about that. Bogeyed 16, came back with a nice birdie, long birdie putt on 17, and then a par on 18 to shoot 38, coming back in for a round of 72 under par. And so after two rounds, 75-70, he sits there at plus one. But the thing that's interesting about him is he shot that 32 on the front nine, making four birdies, and he didn't birdie any of the par fives. So those two par fives, he missed putts that were inside 15 feet, and that was uh, that was really difficult for him to continue to keep that momentum going um, the third hole and the seventh hole where he didn't make birdies. So, um, but a good round coming back with 70, uh, had an opportunity to play even better than that and keep it at, at under par, but he just didn't quite finish down the stretch like he wanted to. Scotty Scheffler, 69-66, is right there at nine under par along with Jordan Speed, Justin Thomas had a round. He opened with Tiger Woods, and he shot 70 in that opening round, came back with 67 in round number two. He's at seven under par. So a couple of good names poking in there, but uh, how about first-round leader Tony Finau? He opened up with a 67, Bob. Uh, That was good to see. As I mentioned, he had a little procedure on the knee, nothing major, hasn't really played since the um, Tour Championship because he didn't play in the Ryder Cup, kind of shut things down the last few months, and then gets off to that hot start, which was good to see. Yeah, Tony is a phenomenal talent, phenomenal player. Um, great to see him hit some shots and also see him make some putts. And um, anytime you shoot five under par, you've got to be able to make some putts because you're not going to be hitting it stone dead all the time. So uh, five under par in the first round, 67, great for Tony Fino. Yeah, that putting stroke looks a little different, Bob. I don't know exactly. Yeah. He's got that toe in the air and yep. it looks a little bit... I don't know, choppy. I don't. I'm not sure exactly what the word is, but you know what? He's rattling. Poppy. Yeah, a little bit, little, little mechanical. I, I think. Yeah. I'm, I'm not really sure, but it's. We'll see. You know, I know that's something that's been a bit of a challenge for him, but we'll see if he's able. If he, maybe he's found something. We'll see how the rest of the weekend goes off. Uh, we'll talk more about the leaderboard. We'll talk more about Tiger. We'll hear more from Tiger on his leg, how he's feeling, all of that kind of thing as we continue. Rex Hoggard is going to join us coming up as well. The other big story this week: John Rom. Uh, the rumors around his uh, move to live golf continue. Lots of reports that this deal is done, Bob, and it supposedly includes uh, reported $300 million guaranteed cash along with up Ooh. to $600 million in the deal overall. This is a five-year deal that should go into 2029. Again, this is just stuff that's mostly being reported by those that are big live supporters on social media. I've not seen any substantiated leads, uh, or excuse me, reports coming out of any of the major news organizations on this, but everybody is talking about what is being thrown out there. $300 million guaranteed up to $600 million. I mean, here, Here's my question. Why would he do that? And why now? You know, the interesting thing on playing PGA Tour events or majors is concerned is, you know, lifetime at Augusta. Uh, he's got 10 years at the U.S. Open. He's got he's, at least five you know, years at all the majors. Yeah, he's he's in all the majors for, for the next five years. Um, so that could be a possibility why he would do it. Um, feels like he might be able to stay competitive playing. But um, also, there's been reports out there that he's trying to get them to change the format, which is kind of interesting, make it more relevant to what 
the game is actually doing right now. Well, we have lots of sound from John Rahm talking about his feelings around this subject. And they've been pretty consistent that he doesn't do it for the money. That's not what he's here for. He's here for his legacy to become one of the greats in the game, to compare and compete against the best in the world on the stage where the best of the world have competed for generations. And so for him to suddenly do that now, it makes me wonder. There's only a couple of things that I can come to a conclusion. One is, again, you pointed out his deal runs through 2029. That's five years from next year. So that Mm -hmm. is the five years that encompasses his major championship exemption. We've already seen that the majors aren't going to cut guys off if they have if they're otherwise exempt for that. Now, what he would get cut off from is the playoffs if he went over there, given the current situation. But he must maybe he knows something that the PGA Tour and this framework agreement is going to get done. So what I'd look at it for positives for John Rahm, the things that could change is one, he's got a five year exemption into all the majors, not going to miss that. Two. He knows that they're negotiating right now, and perhaps he's aware that a deal is going to get done, and he could either sign up with them right now and get $300 million guaranteed, or he could sign on with them later after it's part of the PGA Tour and get nothing. So yeah. th- that might be in play. I don't know. But again, I'll say this. We'll talk more about it. We'll ask Rex Hoggard about it. But right now, strictly rumors, nothing substantiated, and nothing yet from Rom to report. But uh, it is interesting. We'll talk more about this and more. Jay Monahan, Yas are expected to meet next week. So we still get to get into all of that. Stay tuned. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968-800-817-2968-800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, If you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair, 
And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear, nothing shows on the back of your ear, and at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case, and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738 That's 800-278-1738 You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. This segment is brought to you by Black Desert Resort in St. George, Utah. If you haven't done so, what are you waiting for? Go to blackdesertresort.com and find out about the opportunities to go down and play the championship course designed by Tom Weiskopf in the unbelievable black lava setting at the base of Snow Canyon Parkway uh, or Snow Canyon Park State Park in southern Utah. It's unreal. The Resort Center Hotel, Bob, I had a chance to tour it this week. And it's ridiculous. Sitting in the Basalt Steakhouse on the third floor overlooking the mm-hmm. 19th hole, the first, uh, you know, fairway, the 18th hole and 10th tee all right there. It is. And then looking out at those red rocks, it is going to be such a cool experience. The rooms are awesome. You know, again, it's this thing's not far away. Nine months from being completed and fully open. The golf course is open. And you got to take advantage of the opportunity to get out and play it. It is an unbelievable condition. What an incredible experience. Check out blackdesertresort.com and exclusive real estate opportunities are still available. Blackdesertresort.com. Okay, let's talk more. Again, we kind of left off talking about John Rahm on this. And, you know, one of the things that I point to is the comments that Rom has made over his career. And this one is the one that sticks out particular to me, Bob, when, when you start thinking about, is John Rom really going to go to live as it's rumored? Here's what he had to say earlier in the year. Yeah, money is great. But when Kelly and I, was, this first thing happened, we, we started talking about it. And we're like, will our lifestyle change if I got $400 million? No. It will not change one bit. Truth be told, I could retire right now with what I've made and not live a very happy life and not play golf again. So... Uh, I've never really played the game of golf for monetary reasons. I play for the, for the love of the game, and I want to play against the best in the world. I've always been interested in history and legacy, and right now the PGA Tour has that. Bob, there's a lot of things that he used there. History, legacy, mm-hmm. best players, um, doesn't do it for the money, love of the game. You know, all and of he those threw out four hundred million too. And he did. And so here is this deal that is right in that wheelhouse that is allegedly – And so he says it wouldn't change his lifestyle one bit. He's never played it for monetary reasons. I mean, you heard what he said there. For him to go and sign with Liv right now is exactly opposite of the position that he's taken on this since its inception. Well, I think the other things that you've got to – there's been a lot of clarification in the world of golf in the last year and a half to two years on Liv and – what is happening in major championships. We know they're not getting world ranking points. Um, 
we know they're eligible for Ryder Cups. Um, so those things are things that are important, especially to European players. He could play on the DP World Tour. Um, he can't play on the PGA Tour. So he's got to decide what he wants to do. His family is here in the United States, and he's used to playing on the PGA Tour and playing in events on the PGA Tour on an annual basis that are like in his own backyard, um, events that he's had other um, successes in. So it, it's it's going to be difficult for him if he decides that that's the way he's going to go. Um, and there's got to be reasons behind it just for the sake of money um, when he said that that's not, it's not going to make a difference anyway in his livelihood or his life. Here's another one. I don't do this for the money, which to me is the only appeal to go over there. Straight up. Straight up. So if that's the only appeal, then why would they even be? Why would he even be rumored to go? I, if you would have asked me which players are guaranteed not to go over there, I would have said Rory McIlroy, John Rahm, um, Justin Will Thomas, Thomas. Yep. and and Jordan Speed. Like those would be the first guys I would mention, right? Yeah. And yeah. so to hear John Rahm as one of those guys being rumored about. So let's. What do we? What do we know? Here's what we know. He withdrew from the TGL League. Correct. And then, and then apparently sent someone to set the, the bubble on fire so that they couldn't open until next year anyway. Just kidding. I'm not, <laughs> that, that ha- I mean, something happened with the bubble that it, now that, that it delayed a whole yes. year. I'm sure that was an accident, right? I mean, yep. I'm not really a you know sort of no. conspiracy theory guy, but I thought that was interesting timing. They yeah. get nothing to do with John Rom, by the way. Sorry, don't get my comments That's confused. That's correct. So John Rom bails on TGL. Withdraws. And the reason he bails is because something something had to give because of his time frame. Yeah, he, had so, he only had so much time, and he felt yep. overscheduled. Yep. Second thing, he withdrew from Tiger's event, the hero. He's not mm-hmm. playing this week. Mm-hmm. Then rumors start swirling about his move to live. Well, look, if you're going to say, oh, he's out of TGL, which is Tiger and Rory's deal. Oh, he dropped out of Tiger's event, the hero. He must be going to live. Okay, that, I started hearing that crap, and I'm like, yeah. well, Yes, one plus one could equal ninety, but yes, <laughs> that, that's highly unlikely. But I, I see what you're doing there, ha ha ha. Well, then yeah. now we've got people that are throwing crap out, like you know, I mean, of course they are full on contract details, right, right, <laughs> monetary details. So now I start to wonder, well, is there more to it than than what we're you know than what I want to think? And that, so that well, brings that's me, what they want you to think, sure. Again, I don't really care it, what one. Actually, I do care if he leaves, but if, if that's what he chooses to do, it's it's his choice. I hate speculating about this stuff on an open forum, yeah. And you know the way they're throwing money around. We don't know any of this stuff, you know. Yeah. But we what we do know is those two things happened. Rom hasn't said anything, despite all the rumors that are flying around, and. I just, if if you think of the why now, what might have changed, it just leads me to think that maybe he knows players, something's coming up. Well, the players are unhappy with the PGA Tour. Yeah. I mean, look, yeah. Monahan did a you know complete one eighty on him when he sat down with Yasser on MSNBC. I mean, that right. was like or CNBC or whatever it was. I mean, that was it was. It took a lot of guys by surprise. So maybe well, they said. And the other thing is, he he did a complete one eighty, saying that guys could go play in that event over in Saudi Arabia, but then turned around and said, no, can't do it. So, and there are guys that are going over there to play. 
Jason Duffner and some other guys that are PGA Tour winners. The qualifying event. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of guys that are over there. Yep. But I also look at a lot of guys that aren't necessarily have a job security currently on the PGA Tour. So you got to go somewhere to play if you're a professional golfer and you can't get on the big stage. You got to go somewhere, right? Got to keep your options open, yes. I mean, who doesn't think Pat Perez is a genius? Yeah. Right? I mean, Uh the guy was part of all the winning teams, hardly played any good golf and pocketed a whole bunch of cash to sort of set up his uh, him and his family for the the remainder of their lives. And and yeah, he's still playing. Yeah. Yeah. So that would have never happened on the PGA Tour. He's probably done. Yeah, exactly. Waiting for the senior tour. Mm hmm. So why now? Well, it could be that you pointed it out really clearly. He this deal goes through 2029. It's a five year commitment and he has a five year exemption into all the majors. Is it possible that I mean, you hear all the golf fans, not all of them, you hear a lot of noise amongst golf fans and sports fans around talking about golf that really the four majors is the only thing to get him excited. I think it's unfortunately a slippery slope if that much emphasis gets put on just those four events. But if you have guys saying, look, I don't care where I play, PGA, live, whatever, as long as I can get into the majors, I'm happy. As long as I can play Ryder Cup, I'm good good, good enough for me. Well, those aren't good times, in my opinion, for the PGA Tour. Well, and the other thing is with with him, he's already got two legs of the career Grand Slam right now. He, um, he, you know, he has to win the Open Championship and the PGA Championship. And um, he wants to be the best player ever from Spain. So if he can, if he can play in those and happen to clip a couple of those off and get in the next five years and get the career grand slam. And he, and besides that, he's made the move to live and pocketed a boatload of money. Um, then he's, his legacy in the game will be what it is. Yeah, legacy. Well, I don't do this for the money. Which, okay. Yeah. I don't do this for the money, which to me is the only appeal to go over there. I don't know how many times we can play that. But again, there's got to be something else and some other reason. I Because of comments like this. I don't do this for the money, which to me is the only appeal to go over there. For him to then go ahead and sign, I am going to lose a little respect for him. And guess who doesn't yes. care about that? John Rom. John Rom yep. doesn't care if I respect him or not. But I'm no. just saying, I think there's others that'll probably feel the same way that like, you know, you, you've kind of towed this line and now all of a sudden decided to change. Now, again, I'm going to withhold complete judgment until I see the whole framework of all the things that are going on and, and what it pertains to his decision, because we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. And this is where I said, I think this is eerily similar to maybe the Pac-12. You know, we're seeing... Last night, the final Pac-12 championship game in the history of, the, of, a, of a conference that was around for over 100 years. Yep. And for their leadership to be so bad that they would allow that entire thing to crumble, to not take a threat seriously, you know, to, to over-negotiate and get pompous and arrogant and turn down $30 million a team for their broadcast rights, right. and then end up getting nothing. They, they had $30 million. A team, all yep. 12 teams, done. All they had to do was take it. And in their arrogance, they, they turned them away and ended up completely imploding to in, into you know non-existence. They're gone. So if that can happen to something like the Pac-12, it can happen to the PGA Tour. And when you start looking at leadership, I don't know. 
But the stuff that I've seen out of Jay Monahan to this point in time hasn't exactly been stellar. The way he's handled this. And I think business schools for you know, years to come are going to be studying exactly his response to this threat. One, I, I think he ignored it. Two, got blindsided by it and didn't take it seriously and then panicked and responded really inappropriately in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where as the strong suit, as the top dog, he should have probably handled it a little differently. And, and instead of looking all of a sudden wounded and surprised and shocked and trying to smear campaign and everything he could try to do, it didn't work. And so that's where I say, okay, all of a sudden he's wanting to join forces with him. All of a sudden John Rahm's reconsidering his position, you know, allegedly. And so that makes me wonder what is the future of the PGA tour in all this? Well, and a lot of the players of are, are very disappointed in him, especially from the standpoint that they have been on the tour side the whole way. Um, and they stayed on the tour side. And then you've when got you say him. Are you talking about Monahan? Yeah, okay. against Monahan. Yeah, um, and then you've got now you've got players uh, coming out and saying, you know, uh, Rory and Tiger and a lot of the others playing. They knew nothing about it. They knew nothing about uh, the framework agreement that was going to be coming down with the PIF. Um, and so, with that having said that, then um, you know they got the guys on the policy board, uh, the players that are on that policy board. And Tiger coming out this week and saying, hey, none of this is going to happen any longer because the players are in place to make sure that the players are taken care of and um, that it's all done on the up and up and the players make the choices. So that's what's facing, you know, right now the PGA Tour. And we'll see what happens. A lot is going to take place. I just keep thinking, Bob, in the middle of all this, yeah, that the USGA is going to roll back the golf ball. <laughs> in the middle of all this it's coming it's coming this I mean, month i mean yeah that's what's gonna happen still by the end of the year yeah professional golf as we know it can be completely altered well it already has been in a lot of ways but com- even further and then the entire game is gonna take a shift Rolled backward back. in distance yep. wow i mean it almost <laughs> it almost feels like golf was just in too good a place and somewhere in the universe, someone in the universe decided that it needed a correction. So they yeah. were going to just crumble a whole bunch of things that were going really well for golf. And we're going to muck it up. That's what it feels like in some ways, yeah. right? Yeah. And that was with an M, by the way, for those of you who are may have yes, had a little static muck. in your yeah. AM radio. All right, we'll take a short break. Rex Hoggard expected to join us from The Hero next. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Everyone expects distance from their driver. We're shifting the paradigm to deliver far more than that. We constructed the first ever 360 carbon chassis. It's 44% lighter than titanium, shifting weight to actively enhance both distance and forgiveness. Now you get 15% tighter downrange dispersion in our longest driver ever. This is the new paradigm in performance. From Callaway, the kings of distance. In a world of too good to be true, every once in a while you experience something that lives up to the hype. That's been my experience at Black Desert Resort. The Tom Weiskopf Championship Designed Golf Course is next level with the PGA and LPGA Tours scheduled to play Black Desert. Demand is at an all-time high. Don't miss out on the exclusive opportunity to own real estate at Black Desert. Sign up for details at blackdesertresort.com and learn how you can enjoy year-round family fun in beautiful St. George, Utah. That 
That's blackdesertresort.com. This is not about splitting hairs. It's more precise than that. It's knowing to one one thousandth of an inch that every layer of every Chrome Soft is manufactured precisely, which we confirm with proprietary 3D X-ray. Precision technology is not an industry standard, but it is ours. You can hope your ball performs consistently, or you can know it will with precision technology. Chrome Soft, better for the best, better for everyone. It looks like a blade. It feels like a blade, but it performs unlike any other. The new Odyssey Tri-Hot 5K is a radical departure from traditional thinking. With multi-material construction, a shallow CG, and MOI over 5,000, we've actually made the blade forgiving. The days of sacrificing performance for looks and feel just ended. The new Tri-Hot 5K, it's a blade unlike any other. From Odyssey, the number one putter on tour. Sometimes, less is more. Like creating a revolutionary new raw face to maximize spin in every possible condition. But other times, more is more. Like taking the most aggressive groove in golf and adding even more advanced wedge technology. Like optimized tungsten weighting. It takes true innovation to deliver pure spin in its rawest form. The new Jaws Raw from Callaway. Now, back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob, and right now joined by a senior golf writer from Golf Channel and GolfChannel.com from the uh, tournament Hero World Challenge in the Bahamas. Rex Hoggard joining us right now. Rex, how are you, man? Uh, I'm good. I'm in the Bahamas in December. It's hard to complain about that one. There's snowflakes <laughs> out my window currently here in Utah. So, yeah, enjoy that for the rest of us that uh, aren't experiencing it live. Uh, that's great. Appreciate that. Uh, I, have a, I have a sunburnt forehead that we both have to deal with our own issues. Everyone's got stuff. <laughs> I have a stocking hat on. He has, uh, he's putting uh, there you go. Some, uh, exactly some, right. some little gel on to, to help uh, alleviate the sunburn. So, um, <laughs> Hey, uh, Rex, obviously huge news this week. Tiger Woods hosting. Tiger Woods playing. Uh, it's pretty remarkable to see the man out there walking for one and then still able to generate the club head ball, heads, ball speed that he's been able to you know do out there on that golf course. Scores aside, uh, just what's your thoughts on watching Tiger out there? Uh, well, the ball speed. I mean, that gets you right off the, the first hole on Thursday. I think it was a 327-yard drive out drove his playing partner, Justin Thomas. We all know Justin can hit it pretty far. Uh, there's no radar data, but it was interesting talking with people in his camp. They were saying like 120 mile an hour club head speed, which is right around, I had looked it up out of curiosity, which is right around where he was the last time he played a full season on tour, 2017, 2018. So I don't know what that means. I think when we look at his swing, it, it, I did find it fascinating this week that after Tiger came in the media center and talked with the press on Tuesday, that Will Zalatoris came in after him. And keep in mind, Will has went through a similar procedure. Now, it wasn't as extreme, but it was a microdiscectomy. And Will kind of broke down what it seems like Tiger is doing as well. But Will said, you know, he did have to change his swing, become a little bit more rotational because you have to find a way to take stress off your back. I think Tiger's doing the same thing. And it was funny hearing him talk about it the last two days, his swing has gone through so many iterations. And this one is fascinating to me because there is no rhyme or reason to it. There's no Sean Foley or Butch Harmon or Hank Haney sort of calling the shots. It's his body. He's swinging. He's doing the things that his body's allowing him to do. And it's so different than what we've seen from Tiger Woods before. Yeah. 
you know, one of the things that uh, I thought was pretty interesting and as well as you did in watching you on on the broadcast earlier in the week is that Tiger said he's feeling physically fit enough to be able to play once a month this coming year in 2024. Uh, It's very encouraging. I will say this, and this is just me being a journalist, me me throwing a a little bit of caution in here. My calendar, your calendar's got 12 months in it. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Tiger Woods' calendar only has six months in it because that, that, that every month is from February to July or August. So he does have a window. I, I think it's uh, optimistic. I, it might be a little overly optimistic, I think is what I said on air, simply based on his recent history. The last three years, he's played a total of six events. So he's averaging two years, so somehow he's going to triple that output. We all want to see it. I, I'm not even trying to say, you know, it, it can't happen. Of course, it can happen. We want to see it happen. But I think that's asking a lot from his body. From what I've seen through two days, I mean, there is still a limp. and There's still some struggles he's got has to deal with, but it's certainly encouraging. Rex Hogger joining us from the Hero World Challenge. So um, overall, uh, the question is being bantered. I heard uh, Brandel uh, talking about it as well with Rich uh, on, on postgame and Golf Central. You know, do you think that Tiger Woods can still win a golf tournament on the PGA Tour? Uh, yes, if he can get from the first tee to the 18th green, I think is what I wrote. And that's the challenge. It's not the golf swing. I talked to Ricky Fowler today about it. That Ricky played with him. Ricky has probably spent as much time with him at home in South Florida as anyone. And he said it. Like, the pop is still there. Is he the longest guy on the tour anymore? Absolutely not. But he also pointed out, neither am I. And you look at what Tiger did in recent years, both at the Tour Championship, at Augusta. He wasn't the longest that week. He doesn't have to be. What he has to do is find a way to get from the first tee to the 18th green and do that on a consistent basis. That's how he wins. And and having said that, you think about uh, events like Augusta National, where he played two rounds and then had to get his ankle fused. Uh, You think about major championships where there's a lot more rolling in the fairways and uh, uphill and downhill lies and all that kind of thing. Most of those events he's going to play are events that he's going to have difficult walking on. Well, and that's always the challenge. This goes back years, really. Not only is he playing the most difficult golf courses, but he's playing against the toughest field. So those are two tough things. And then you combine what we saw last year at Augusta National. It was cold. It's one of the most demanding walks in the game. As a consequence, his ankle just couldn't withstand that. Now, this is a different ankle. It's been used. It's not bone-on-bone anymore. But he's still going to have those same difficulties. Rex Hogger joining us from Tiger's event. So outside of Tiger, uh, Will Zalatoris, you mentioned, he just made his return. We're seeing some of these guys for a bit. I know Tony Finau, who was leading after the first round. Uh, he This is his first event since, I believe, the Tour Championship, and I think he had a, a slight knee drain or something uh, and, and has kind of shut it down. What, what are some of the other players that you've had a chance to talk to that uh, have been uh, maybe some noteworthy stories? Uh, probably the one that I'm watching is, is Jordan Spieth the most. I, I would say that he's fascinating to me because when you look at what he's been through the last few years, or dealing with a, a, kind of a weird wrist injury that really didn't allow him to do what he needed to do. And he showed up this week. I was talking with him today after his round. There's a level of confidence now that I haven't seen from Jordan in a long time. And it has everything to do with the idea that he's not dealing with that wrist injury He's able to practice. He's able to put the club in the position that feels comfortable now. I have, he's in the lead right now, and I would not be surprised at all if he's in the lead come Sunday. Mm. 
Well, it's kind of interesting. Those two guys, those two Texas boys are up there in, in the lead with Scotty Scheffler and Jordan Spieth. Uh, Scotty is definitely looking like he's figured something out this putter. He has, and I mean, that's been the conversation all season long, right? I mean, we've tried to figure it out. I, it, it's almost gotten to the point where, and look, I'm in the we're, we're all in the business of asking questions, but when it comes to Scotty, it's gotten so difficult to ask him about his putting because you can tell it's impacting him so much. And I will say that it seems like the work that he's doing with Phil Kenyon, and it's, it's always interesting to me when I talk to players who work with Phil because it's really not about in the way Scotty explained it today, he didn't really change much mechanically. Like, not much in his setup, not much certainly in the way, you know, his, his grip is. It has more to do with how he reads green and trying to understand a little bit better that you got to match the speed to the line. We all know that. But at that level, it becomes times 10, and it's very, very more complicated. And I think that's what Phil has allowed him to do better, and we're starting to see that certainly this week. Rex Hogger joining us from the Hero World Challenge in the Bahamas. All right, so uh, a lot of conversation this week around rumors that have circulated on social media about John Rahm potentially going to live golf. Um, I guess first, I have lots of questions around this, as we probably all do, like why now and how has it changed since his comments uh, from the past. But let's just start with what what have you heard and in talking to people there at the event, uh, is there anything? substantial at this point or are they just simply rumors they're just rumors and and we've been through this so many times and it, it was a conversation we were sort of having internally today and the difference is journalistically i don't want to give any air to unsubstantiated reports and i'm not saying john's going or he's not going certainly i'm talking to enough people that would be in the universe to know and they seem to think he's leaning in that direction whatever that's going to mean for the game of golf my take is if that was the new york times or Sports Illustrated, or a respected journalistic out, outlet that reported that, then of course I'm not going to question that. That I That's kind of what you do in journalism. They have gotten it right since the beginning of time, and you have to believe they got it right this time around. I've come to the conclusion that when it comes to these types of rumors, that it's probably just that. Best to wait until whatever's going to happen plays out. You get the press release in your email box, and then you go from there. Otherwise, it's just total speculation. You know, and, and the other interesting thing is the clock is ticking for the, the framework agreement. Um, what have you heard regarding that uh, other than they say it's going to be done by the end of the month? Uh, I was shocked, actually. And, and Jay Monahan, the commission of PGA Tour, he was on CNBC earlier this week. That, that's what he said, and, or at least he, he insinuated that it would be done by December 31st. And that is the deadline that's written in the framework agreement that some sort of it would be some sort of conclusion. I have been told all along by people who are involved in the negotiations that that deadline is very much a soft deadline, that they, if they felt like they were making progress, that they would kick the can and they could move the deadline as they continued to move along. These are really, really complicated negotiations because, as I've said before, I can only imagine how nuanced a billion-dollar deal trying to negotiate that is. And now you factor into that everything that hangs on here that you have to figure out how to get the live players back to the PGA Tour. You have to figure out how to make the PGA Tour players who stayed loyal whole again, whatever that means. And so there's so many things to this. I, I guess there is the opportunity, and certainly when you hear Tiger Woods talk about getting to December 31st and having some sort of agreement, when you hear the commissioner talk about it, there has to be something there. But I will still be surprised if we get to December 31st and there is some sort of solid, this is the agreement. Whoever it involves, whether that's the PIF, 
in some sort of private equity or some other combination. And Rex, when you look at this, what do you, so I want you to speculate a little bit. I know you're in the business of asking <laughs> questions and reporting the facts, but as a, no, as one who is an observer of this whole thing from the beginning, what is the likelihood that a deal gets done between the PGA tour and PIF and how do these other suitors, other investors potentially factor into this? Oh no, I can speculate. I'm perfectly fine <laughs> speculating. Uh, uh, well, it's twofold, and, and let's go back to the previous conversation. And this this is something that has kind of been a topic all week long. That if the rumors about John Rom or any other player going to live at this point are true, there's one school of thought, and, and I don't think it's wrong, that just assumes that, that that's going to end the deal. That that's going to implode whatever negotiations are ongoing between the PIF and the PGA Tour. I don't see that as a wrong take. There's also a school of thought that would say, that if John Rahm or another player were to sign with Liv Goff at this point, imagine the leverage that would give to the PIF in this negotiation. Essentially, you're sending the message that if you decide to move on without some sort of agreement between those two parties, that it seems like if this is what happens, the PIF is just going to double down. They're not going to turn away and decide, okay, we, we got beat, let's walk away. That doesn't seem to be the option. It, it's fascinating because, again, it's all about speculation because all of these things are going on behind closed doors and it all feels like 3D chess at this point. But if, if I had to speculate right now, and this is sort of based on what the commissioner said and what I'm hearing, there will be some sort of deal. And there will be some sort of deal that includes the PIF as well as some other private equity. Exactly what that looks like, man, I wouldn't have a clue. I just can't help but see the way that the Pac-12 uh, is hosting their final championship after over a 100-year history and how that all went down. And then watching the PGA Tour in these negotiations, it's almost like if you're not careful, right, uh, you know, it, it, see the Pac-12 uh, for how, what can happen to a conference if, if you just don't quite take these threats seriously. That, that's, that's part of, I guess, what I keep looking at. I, right, wrong, or indifferent, it just keeps sort of playing out in my mind simultaneously. And I think that's fair. And I, I would give the tour credit at this point that they are taking this threat very seriously. There'll be some sort of agreement, whether if that involves the PIF or not, private equity will be involved. Yeah. The tour will not go it alone. Like I'm going to write that column next week. Cause I think this boils down to four different options and I'm not going to bore you with all four machinations, but there's pros and cons to each one. And I think it took a little while for the tour to quote unquote, take it seriously, whatever, that actually means, to your point, I think the Pac-12 is a really good example. Because you're right. I think the Pac-12 thought they could always get that TV deal that would keep them moving in the right direction uh, right up until they couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Shoot. Crazy stuff. Hey, Rex, thanks for unpacking that. Uh, it's, it's awesome to visit with you. Uh, try to put some balm on that uh, forehead for you and enjoy the rest of your weekend in the Bahamas. See you guys. All right. Bundle up. Take care. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So he, he throws it right back at us. Bundle, Bundle up. up. <laughs> <laughs> Rex Hoggard from the Hero World Challenge. Be sure to keep, pay special attention. Rex has been on this thing from the beginning. He was in the courthouses uh, out in San Francisco. He's been on the golf courses. So follow him on Golf Channel and GolfChannel.com as well as social for all the latest from Rex Hoggard at Golf Channel. Stay tuned. More Real Golf Radio next. 
If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-390-5160. 800-390-5160. That's 800-390-5160. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495-800-788-1495-800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. Thanks again to Rex Hoggard for joining us from the Hero World Challenge in the Bahamas. Wow, lots to unpack there. A lot going on as we close out this 2023. Stay tuned. The back nine. Hour number two is coming up next with America's favorite caddy, plus more sound bites from Tiger and more. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Rick Tittle. Tune in every Sunday night at 9 p.m. Pacific time for the video game review. We'll review games. We'll give away a brand new game. We'll talk cheat codes, new releases, and your calls as well. That's right here every Sunday night on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. 
You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. USA News. I'm Corey Myers. On this date, back in 1955, Rosa Parks famously refused to move to the back of a bus so a white man could have her seat. She was arrested and charged with disorderly conduct and credited with the civil rights movement in the United States. This week, the Congressional Black Caucus marked the 68th anniversary, and they're urging Congress to support a bill that would declare today Rosa Parks Day a federal holiday. House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer responding to Hunter Biden's stipulation that he will abide by a congressional subpoena, but only if it's held publicly. Uh, we have asked him to come in on December 13th. His attorney said today that he would gladly come in, uh, but only for a public hearing. He'll have a public hearing after we do the deposition. This is the way credible investigations are conducted. Comer telling Fox News Digital that Hunter Biden isn't above the law and he will have to abide by that subpoena. The ceasefire over between Israel and Hamas after more than 100 hostages were freed as part of that seven-day ceasefire, each side blaming the other for the collapse of the ceasefire. Retired Justice Sandra Day O'Connor, who blazed trails as the first woman to sit on the Supreme Court, has died. O'Connor was 93 and died due to complications related to advanced dementia. President Biden preparing for a fundraising sprint with at least nine high-dollar fundraisers in early to mid-December. The president on Tuesday will travel to Boston for a trio of fundraisers, including a concert headlined by James Taylor. At the end of the week, he'll head west for two fundraisers in L.A., including one with some of Hollywood's heavyweights attending. This is USA News. Every day, our brave military men and women, along with their families, make tremendous sacrifices for our freedom. Patriotic Hearts, a nonprofit organization, is dedicated to supporting these heroes and their families in their times of need. By donating your unwanted car to Patriotic Hearts, you'll be supporting job transition and job fair programs, veteran entrepreneurship, counseling, and retreats for combat veterans and their spouses. Call 800-804-7211. You'll receive a tax deduction and we'll arrange a free pickup at your convenience. Imagine the difference you can make in the lives of those who have given so much for our country. Your car donation will directly impact military families, veterans, providing them with the support they desperately need. Call 800-804-7211. You can become a part of something bigger. Join us in our mission to uplift and honor our military community. Call 800-804-7211 to donate your unwanted car to Patriotic Hearts. McDonald's set to make some major changes to their most popular menu items. The Golden Arches saying that the new and improved burgers will include over 50 modifications, including their signature burger, the Big Mac. To all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, and a sesame seed bun. Those two all-beef patties will be cooked in smaller batches for a more uniform sear. There'll be more secret special sauce with lettuce, cheese, and pickles that will be fresher and meltier. And the former sesame seed bun will be a buttery brioche roll. With the sesame seeds more randomly scattered for a homemade look. 
Bruce Springsteen's drummer, Max Weinberg, suing the owners of a Florida car restoration company, claiming that they promised to restore a vintage car for him, saying that that Florida-based company stole $125,000 from him. That lawsuit against Investment Auto Group. Weinberg saying that the company promised a 1957 Mercedes-Benz Roadster would be brought back to like new condition, but they failed to deliver. Weinberg had put down a $125,000 deposit and wanted his money back when the work didn't get done. They refused. He's seeking $375,000 from Arthur Siegel, members of his family, and the Investment Auto Group. I'm Corey Myers, USA News. Hi, I'm Ronnie Deutsch, and if you or your business owe money to the IRS, I've got great news for you. Tax laws have changed. Billions of dollars are earmarked for IRS Fresh Start programs. And if you qualify, you can literally save tens of thousands of dollars. Listen, I know what you're going through. Call me if you want to speak with a tax attorney or tax professional for free. 800-284-9275. That's 800-284-9275. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers and the Annuity Rate Report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Well, we have nine more holes to go, so how about you two fellas follow me to the 10th tee? On to the back nine, hour number two of Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper. Two players down the middle on the tempo. Here's Brian and Bob. Yeah, welcome in. It's hour number two of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor alongside Bob Casper. Hero World Challenge this week on the PGA Tour. Tiger Woods hosting, Tiger Woods playing. 75 70. It's plus one mm-hmm. through two rounds at the Hero out in the Bahamas. How excited is are, are you out there, Bob? And how excited are you to see Tiger Woods playing professional golf again? Wow. It's, it's awesome. Tiger Woods is the guy that kind of all of us have grown up with over the last, what, 30 years or so? Ooh, 30? And to see him. What? 30? I guess pretty close, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, he's going to be 40. He's going to be 48 this year. We've month. been doing the show for 25. Yeah, he's So was... 30 is, yeah. Guess that's right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's his uh it's fun to be able to see him back and competing and he said he's going to compete until he doesn't feel like he can win again. And he was asked the question, "Do you feel still feel like you can win?" And he said, "Yes. I do." So, well, he's always going to say that. 
Well, I of would course. Think. He'll always say that. Otherwise, he wouldn't tee it up. That's right. Yep. But even more telling was the fact that he said he thinks he can compete once a month. Yes. I mean, that's that is huge. That's shocking. That's not saying he's going to compete in 12 events this coming year. What it's saying is tournaments, you know, Genesis is in uh, January, February time. Then you got March, you got the players, and then you got April, you got the Masters, and then May, you got the PGA, and June is the U.S. Open, and July is the Open Championship. Ooh, does and play the Open? possibly if he plays well enough, oh, yeah, then, you, then you've got the playoffs, which he he might play in. So you're looking at, you know, maybe six to eight times a Bob, year. If he plays six times and makes it into the playoffs, that's <laughs> ridiculous. It would be ridiculous, yes. But I hear what you're saying. So you're right. It doesn't necessarily mean we'll see him for 12 times. Hey, when I come back, I want to ask you, because we've got to take a short break and come back. But do you think Tiger can win in 2024? From what you've seen, plus we'll get into his comments about his health, you know, what he's feeling right now, that ankle and the soreness. Where is he feeling? What does he feel like when he's out playing golf right now? Uh, we'll get into that. Plus, again, ROM rumors. Uh, we haven't talked Ryder Cup yet. Europe is extending their captaincy uh, and so much more. Stay tuned. We're just getting started on the back nine of Real Golf Radio. Are you looking to improve your baseball swing? You need the Rip Grip Pro. Co-created by Dodgers, AAA star Drew Avins, the Rip Grip Pro will help you stay palm up, palm down, and pull the barrel of the bat through the zone instead of pushing it. Check out Drew's videos at ripgrippro.com and you'll see how this can help you or the baseball player in your family improve your ABs. Get the adjustability in your swing that you need. Go to ripgrippro.com. That's ripgrippro.com. This year, Staples wants everyone to have a happy holla deal. That's right, holla deal. Staples holla deals are amazing savings on hot holiday tech. Great prices on laptops, game systems, earbuds, and more. And now at Staples, you can save up to $350 on select PCs. During Staples holla deals, it's not about the fa-la-la. It's about saving moolala. Save up to $350 on select PCs today at Staples. Ends 1223 in-store only. See associate for details. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8-Side Network's outstanding 8-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Here, Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. Wendy's Peppermint Frosty and Frosty Cream Cold Brew make the perfect gift for anyone in your life. Especially for you. Yeah, this year you're sitting on your own lap and getting yourself what you want. Finally. And now every day this season, unlock 20% off your total when you get any small, medium, or large Frosty in the Wendy's app. So order something from your own wish list this year. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's with app offer and registration. Applies to menu items only. Taxes and fees excluded. Are you looking for a guilt-free holiday season? Check out 100calsnacks.com. With 100% natural ingredients and no sugar added, these snacks are low in carbs, but high in protein and fiber, and absolutely delicious. You'll get a kick out of the chocolate brownies with ashwagandha, and use code NOGUILT for 25% off your order. That's the number 100, calsnacks.com. 
Get the energy boost you need with a potent dose of superfood for just 100 calories. That's 100calsnacks.com. Thanks to Total Wine, you saved more on all the gifts for the ones you adore. Wines and beers all nestled on shelves. Got some advice from our helpful elves. Oh, so, so many gifts to explore when you go, go to Total Wine and more. Bottle so delightful, whoa, whoa, whoa. Price so amazingly low, low, low. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly, B21. Now, back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. And this segment is brought to you by Black Desert Resort in St. George, Utah. Go to blackdesertresort.com to find out all about this new Tom Weisskopf Championship Design course. You know, speaking of Tom, it's really unfortunate that we lost the Hall of Famer uh, due to pancreatic cancer in the middle of this project. But Black Desert is going to do a lot to honor the legacy, not only as a player, but as a golf course designer, with Black Desert being the 73rd and final design of Tom Weisskopf's career. He also won the Open Championship in 1973. So no surprise and super cool that Black Desert is naming the clubhouse Club 73, which is uh, super cool. And there'll be a lot of a lot of neat tributes to Tom throughout the experience. And some of the things that guys mentioned to me is, you know, hearing Tom's voice describe the hole on the GPS before you play the hole is, is pretty cool as well. Now yeah. the caddy will tell you when you're out running around as he was making the book. And every time you hit a T box and it triggered the GPS triggered Tom's voice, it got a little bit out of control. Tom hearing Tom over and over and over <laughs> and over and over again. But uh, nevertheless, uh, it's, it's a pretty cool feature. And that's just one of the little subtleties that make black desert so special. There's real estate opportunities available. Check it out while you can at blackdesertresort.com. And again, thanks for joining us here on Real Golf Radio at Real Golf on X. You can follow us there. We'll download and post all the shows and segments in their entirety there. And uh, you can listen conveniently anytime or just search for us where your favorite podcasts are found by searching for Real Golf Radio. When I went to break there, I asked you, uh, or I teased the question that I was going to ask you as to whether you think that Tiger Woods can win in 2024, what would you say? Um, right now, I'd say no. Okay, why? Yeah, and the reason I, I, I would say no is just because he hasn't had the opportunity or the ability to be able to get ready and to play golf as he always has. And yeah, he says he can play, you know, once a month maybe six times a year, that kind of thing. And in doing that, I don't see that that's adequate for him to be able to win golf tournaments. That surprises me a little bit. I mean, some of the things that I look at is he he talks about his rusty mental game, and we're going to hear some of those comments, and the fact that he's, um, you know, hasn't played. But mm-hmm. the fact that he was able to go out and generate 180-mile-an-hour ball speed. Yeah. That to me was the one of the more surprising things. One, the fact that he could walk the golf course, okay? Yeah. And two, the fact that he could still generate that kind of club head speed. I I just I guess I'm one not to put it past him. I mean, we've seen Tiger do amazing things over his career. And and what I was concerned is would he be able to actually in fact walk a golf course? Yeah. And two, would he be able to put enough put an, enough of move enough of his move on the on his swing in order to generate enough clubhead speed to compete with the demands and rigors of the PGA Tour. No doubt he could do it from a golf cart on a Champions Tour, but could he do it, you know, P- 
PGA Tour level and walking. And so those were some of the, the question marks I had, and he seems to have checked that off. Now, the rust is to be expected. Well, so I me, think he can knock say, that rust off. Yeah, let me say about this golf course. This golf course is the perfect golf course for him to come back on because it is relatively flat, and there's not a lot to it. Now, you get this, you get Riviera, you get um, a player's championship, you get the Masters you get other major championships where there's a lot of up and down and side hill and undulation and all that kind of thing. Um, that's going to be difficult for him. Well, there's no question. So he was asked afterwards, you know, his second round, was he sore? How, what was he feeling? Here's what he said. I'm sore. There's no doubt about that. And uh, we got some work to do tonight. And I was saying to Todd, Todd um, tomorrow, you know, get back in the gym and, uh, you know, activate and get ready for it. And, uh, hopefully hit some better shots and now I know mentally what I need to do better. I think that's that's something that, you know, physically I knew I was going to be okay. Um, mentally I was really rusty and made a lot of a lot of errors in, in the mind and, and normally I don't make. He's blowing off the, the, the physical stuff all of a sudden. Well, he's saying, you know, um, ankle's not hurting anymore. He can walk without pain. And it's just the rest of his body that has to get into shape. Now, when when I was playing, you'd come home, you'd be off for three or four weeks, a month during the winter, that kind of thing. And then you go back out and play and you got to get your body back into playing shape again because the muscles just they just aren't happy with all that type of swinging, whether it's whether it's playing or like when I caddied out on tour, it would take two or three days to get back into shape of carrying the bag and walking and, and all that kind of thing. So from a playing standpoint, he'll get back, he'll get back into shape and, you know, he'll have the ability to, to hit lots of golf balls and that kind of thing. He did say in a video when he was talking to some college, college students that were playing or college golfers that were playing. And he said, you know, when he gets ready for a tournament, on a daily basis, he hits a thousand shots, and that's a combination of shots. You know, range time, uh, putts, you know, um, chips, all that kind of thing. He said he he said that uh, he used to make in his prime. He used to make between a hundred and two hundred four footers in a row at a time. Wow! And so he he was putting a lot into it. So can he still put that amount into it? especially that thousand a day when he's trying to get ready for an event. That's uh, a big question, Mark. Here's Tiger expanding more uh, about that ankle. As I said earlier this week, I, I was going to have to have this ankle either replaced or fused at some point, and it just wore out, and uh, I was dealing with bone-on-bone for a number of months in tournaments playing, and so uh, um, I don't have to worry about that anymore. He doesn't have to worry about it anymore. That's nope. that's something. But he did go on to say, you know, the soreness has shifted. He mentioned his yes. leg, his back, his neck, you know, all of those kind of things. Here's the thing when in that last quote before that one where he said, I knew physically I was going to be okay. This is a man who his <laughs> leg was completely destroyed. Yes. Absolutely crushed, shattered to the point that it was almost amputated. And now yeah, here he is no, saying, lucky not to have lost it. That's right. Yeah. Saying, you know, yeah, I wasn't worried about the physical. I mean, that is, it is really something to see what he's able to do. Now, let's have a little fun with Tiger. Here, here's Tiger talking about how he hit it in round number two. Or sorry, this is in round number one. I wanted to compete. I wanted to play, and I felt like I was ready to compete and play. And 
I hit a solid, you know, most of the day. Um, as I said, I, I just didn't mentally do the things I normally would do and I, I need to do. And I still hit it solid, but I hit it crooked. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just, just um, you know, I had a, I've always had a knack of hitting the ball in the middle of the face, but uh, I needed to do a better job what I, where I need to hit it in, in my windows. He hit it solid, but he hit it crooked. I love that, by the way. Tiger's getting more and more human um, by by the his golf game, anyway. As, as the more I listen to him talk in his later life, but yeah. he's always had an act of hitting the center of the face. I guess that's not necessarily something I can relate to because I think that's there's an extreme talent to that. But there are times when, man, it feels like it was just struck perfectly, and you look up and it's not going where you thought it was going to go. No, so no. that's that happens. <laughs> yeah, and. I, I'm just grateful that we're able to watch this, this this week and see him play and watch him on TV again. I mean, eight months ago, seven, eight months ago, he was at the Masters, made the cut, okay, on that bone-on-bone, bone, finished 45th, you know, at the Genesis, made the cut, bone-on-bone, bone, and then withdrew because he couldn't get around the golf course. That's going to be the telling thing because that golf course is so undulated and hilly and everything – that's going to be the telling thing is being able to for him to walk those types of golf courses. Todd Lewis and Gone Golf Channel asked him after his second round, you know, why did he have a struggle finishing uh, where he got off to such hot starts? And he gave a pretty candid answer. Uh, maybe because I haven't played in a while. Okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> I've played one, one tournament all year, or so or two tournaments all year. I, I'm I, I'm rusty, and uh, you know this golf course will make that. We'll kind of bring that out of you a little bit too. Uh, some of the pin locations, if I mean, you can run the tables here, or you can go the, the other way very quickly. Um, unfortunately, I just haven't finished off my last two rounds the way I would like to, and um, I got two more days to prove it. All right, yep, we're going to see him for the weekend. There's no cut, of course, but uh, a nice rebound, 70 after opening with 75 for Tiger Woods and the Hero World Challenge. Caddy's going to join us when we come back. Thanks for listening. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. That's 800-817-2968. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. 
move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. Hey, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. Thanks again for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Caddy will join us uh, momentarily. But here's here's what I want to ask. There's a lot of conversation around this live you know, framework agreement with the PGA Tour and PIF and how does live fit into this and all the John Ron Rom rumors and all that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my question for you is what would you want to see happen in, in, in this situation? Like when, when it's all said and done, I mean, John Rom is a bunch of rumors about him taking three to $600 million to go over to live at this point in time. Uh, when he said clearly he would, he doesn't do this for the money. So something has changed if this is true. And again, we don't know if it's true, but if, if it was true, something's changed. Right. We know that a lot of players are frustrated by Monaghan and the way he handled things. Mm-hmm. What, when, when the dust settles, if you were to just take everything we know right now, how do we reconcile this to be the best product for both the players and the fans? Well, I think the first thing that probably is going to happen is, is they're going to get something put in place with the framework agreement and with outside uh, investment. Um, once that's done, okay, I think uh, I think the PGA Tour or the players are going to um, maybe extract a little bit of um, something from Monaghan, and he may no longer be in the top position as CEO of the PGA Tour. First of all, okay, that's, that's what I'm thinking. So contractually, okay. that's all on the table. That that may happen. Yes, right, absolutely. Um, okay, what would I like to see done? Um, I'd like to see the PGA Tour continue on um, having the say in this whole thing like like they're supposed to have, okay? I think the DP World Tour, also um, PGA Tour 1, DP World Tour 2, and um, Live can continue to go on. It's going to be under the umbrella 
but I think it is going to be um, not necessarily the place that everybody's going to all the all the big guys are going to play. Um, I wouldn't mind it going away, but I don't think it's going to go away. I think it's just going to be continue to be a exhibition tour. And if guys want to if guys want to step over there and and be over there, then that's where you go play. OK, so th- those are all possible scenarios. But ultimately, let me, let me simplify it for you. You're sitting down and you're watching golf on TV. Mm-hmm. What do you want to see? Like what, given all of this, the fact that, that professional golf is kind of in turmoil, the things that have happened, the, the top players have split a little bit, right? A lot of the top players went to live. Tom, some top players stay at the PGA Tour. Others rumored to go to live. You know, so we, we have a split of top players. We have, you know, them, you know, live doing a different format. You've got the PGA Tour with 72-hole, 36-hole cuts, you know, full full field events, all of those kind of things. Is that stale? Is that format a little stale? Is what Liv doing with 54 holes and shotgun starts and playing in shorts with music? Is nope. that is that the answer? What nope. what do you want to see when you when you tune in and watch professional golf? I guess that's where I'm trying to get. And I'll maybe I'll frame this while you're thinking about that. I when I was talking to a friend of mine about this. It was pretty clear, and I've heard this and read this across social media, that people want to see the best players competing against each other Absolutely. as often as possible. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then I broke that down with him, and I said, "Is it the best play? Is it the players or the stage?" Because he said, "Well, I mean, what's better than watching you know these guys all all the best players playing at the Masters?" I go, "Oh, is it the Masters, or is it the players?" that are competing in the masters because the masters has continued to be the number one event in right. golf throughout for, I don't know how long, but for the less, let's call it 30, 40, 50 years. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, then there's a lot of players that have come and gone throughout that time. So I would lean to the, the event or the stage that it provides for these great players. Now, would you rather turn over, let's throw out this, would you rather turn over and watch, 20 of the top 20 players in the world play in some event. Let's just call it the, um, the Saudi money grab open mm-hmm. where they're all playing against each other in whatever format. Or would you rather turn in and watch the masters and see Danny Willett win the masters or Charles Schwartzel or some of the players that aren't necessarily maybe the biggest stars in, in the game of golf? Well, the majors are always going to be the premier events in the game of golf, whether it's DP World Tour, PGA Tour, whatever. They will be the premier events. So we're always going to watch those events. So you would we're rather all, watch the Masters regardless of who's playing in it? Absolutely. So I'm going to watch it 100% of the time. If the Masters banned the best players in the world because they all went to live and it was the Corn Ferry finals, you know, finalists all playing in the Masters, you would rather watch the Masters? Well, the Masters is a major, where Liv is nothing but an exhibition tour. But you don't so, yes. you don't even know who any of the players are. Because they're all they're all still a major a, championship. Okay. So you're you're hundred percent. And, and on you the have to you have to golf your ball and be able to be part of the criteria that gets you an invitation to play in that event. So it's not just gonna be at any given point in time 
the criteria is not going to be just to set up for the corn ferry tour or whatever. The it's always going to have the best players of the world in it. Do you see the problem with our little analogy here is I'm having a real hard time getting Bob to think hypothetically. He can't, he's like, I'm right. not going to think hypothetically. Well, that's my, but this is a hypothetical question because the, the, <laughs> the masters is not going to ban the top players. I'm simply trying to get at, right. You know, what, what do you want to see? Is it the, is it the top players playing regardless of the, of the format or the situation? Or is it the PGA tour regardless of the players? you know, that are competing on there? Because if all the top players decided to go over and say, hey, Yasser, Norman, let's do this thing, and the rest of the PGA Tour stayed with the PGA Tour, are we going to watch the PGA Tour more than we would turn around and watch the best players competing on whatever they throw out there at live? So we saw we saw kind of a play out of what you're asking right now with the FedEx Fall Series. Okay. So w- did that absolutely intrigue me to see the guys that were playing in the FedEx Fall Series on a week-to-week basis, what, seven or eight tournaments, that kind of thing? No. What intrigued me was about those events was the opportunity that those guys were playing to get onto the PGA Tour. So having said that, I didn't watch a lot of that, Okay. But you can guarantee I'm going to watch major championships, and you can guarantee that there are golf tournaments that I will definitely watch um, throughout the schedule because of where they are, the type of golf events they are, the type of fields they attract, that kind of thing. So if all the best players in the world were not playing in in them, that would be tough because then it becomes more like the FedEx fall finish all right so there you go that's that's not even hypothetical that was an actual scenario that played out what when you start thinking about events on the pga tour that you watch it was interesting so we did this little uh, game i guess this little conversation with with my buddy and he starts naming well kapalua because it's the first event of this year and it's we're stuck in winter champions event here yep. in utah not champion. Yep. Oh, yeah. The I think you meant champions tour. Yeah, yeah. The, nope. the winners, the champions event, mm-hmm. um, where you your your golf clubs are frozen in your in your house, mm-hmm. and so you're watching golf and sort of living vicariously through those playing in Hawaii. And then he mentioned AT and T, and I thought that yeah, was interesting. Pebble Beach. Yeah. Pebble Beach was mentioned, and and it's because he one he's played Pebble Beach, and yeah. the fact that it's got some cool history. And then he mentioned Tory Pines. Yep, absolutely. And then he mentioned Riviera. And I said, you're making my case for me that the West Coast yep. is the sexiest swing. And he goes, no, you're right. He goes, the Honda? He's like, the Honda? I don't even know. Yeah. Like, what Dallas is even? Bar? Right. So it's he, the Florida swing can get lost just a little bit. There's, And yes. I think what makes the West Coast but sexy. Arnold Palmer Invitational. But I don't even know if that holds. Most sexy events. I don't know if it holds my same attention as like the Memorial even, to be honest with you. I don't know if it's Bay Hill or what it is, but but yeah, I get that. And the players has some elevated events, those elevated ones, right. But I think the reason the West Coast has something is because they have the history and legacy with some of those celebrities and yep. all of those yep. kind of things. The old, you know, Bob Hopes, Bing Crosby's, Glenn Campbell's, that kind of thing. It creates Andy Williams, yeah. there's something to it. Yeah. So when there's something, so I think that's one of the challenges when you're starting something new like live is there is no legacy. There's there, no tradition, no, no tradition. legacy. Yeah. 
100%. So when John Rahm says he wants to be part of legacy and tradition and history, well, let's just hear that once again. Here's here's what uh, Rahm had to say um, more about this. This is before any of these rumors came out. This is what Rahm's stance has been. Yeah, money is great, but... When Kelly and I, was, this first thing happened, we, we started talking about it. And we're like, will our lifestyle change if I got $400 million? No. It will not change one bit. Truth be told, I could retire right now with what I've made and I've lived a very happy life and not play golf again. So um, I've never really played the game of golf for monetary reasons. I play for the, for the love of the game, and I want to play against the best in the world. I've always been interested in history and legacy, and right now the PGA Tour has that. PGA Tour, history, legacy, love of the game. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to still be a part of that, when I think about this, I would like to see the best players compete as often as possible because it yes. does mean something different. Mm-hmm. If you've got, you know, those few times when you had Tiger and Phil battling it out down the stretch of a major championship, which is very, very few, it was exciting. When you had and, and any either one of them, whether they were together or somebody else was challenging them, when it was Tiger and Bob May, when it was, you know, Phil and and uh um Chris DeMarco, when it was, you know, go on and on and on, whatever it happens to be. You know, those, those are exciting events when there's named players because they have a personality and that draws you to that. So yes. I, I guess if I was to answer my own question, what I would hope to see is a way to put the best players in the world together to be able to have... Get rid of the fracture. Yep. Yeah, yeah. and then you've got to have something that resembles what the PGA Tour has always stood for, which is an opportunity that if you play great golf, you can be be part of the big stage. Mm-hmm. You can change your life. You can become today, you know, tomorrow's, uh, maybe not Tiger Woods, but tomorrow's Rory McIlroy or tomorrow's Scotty Scheffler, right? Right. Those, guys, those yep. guys weren't there until they played their way there. Will Zalatoris Correct. is playing himself there. So I would want that. And, but I, I do, I would like to see some sort of either, I don't know if it's a format change or if it's a broadcast change, but somehow the way the four-hour block goes and the way that the golf is broadcast sometimes is boring. Let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you sit down there and it's perfect it's, to fall but asleep. But it's not to. when the best guys are playing. And the way that they cover it and capture it, right? The right. things that they're doing now with miking the guys up, put, having them put mm-hmm. an AirPod in and talking to them as they're strolling after a tee shot. I think cool that's stuff. brilliant, that kind of stuff. Yeah. More miking up with caddy player conversations. It's huge. You know, better angles, drones, all the stuff that they can give you, more insights that they can give you into the golf course, into the play, into the players and their personality and their decision-making because most of us that are dialed in and bought into pro golf is because we play golf ourselves and we want to know how they do it so we can try to do it better and we can appreciate what they do by learning and understanding more about what they do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some I of my favorite segments, to be honest with you, in golf television are in the majors, the pregame stuff that Golf Channel does before the majors, where they're mm-hmm. showing guys hitting balls on the range and they're talking about their swing and their strategy and their history around this golf course or what they've done. I mean, that that's actually pretty dang fun. And when I go to majors, one of my favorite things to do is sit on the range and watch these guys practice, right? Because you yeah. get some insights that you wouldn't otherwise get. Yep. And that early week stuff especially building up to those major championships is amazing, yeah, amazing content to get, get an idea of where the, where the players are in their heads, why they haven't been playing well, what, uh, what they've done to come in to get ready for this event, that kind of stuff. That's all phenomenal content um, that 
that is really, really good. I'll tell you what's not it is shorts, 54 holes, no. shotgun no. starts. No. That's not it. No. I agree. So, 100%. Hey, that's me. All right, stay tuned. More of the show continues next. Everyone expects distance from their driver. We're shifting the paradigm to deliver far more than that. We constructed the first ever 360 carbon chassis. It's 44% lighter than titanium, shifting weight to actively enhance both distance and forgiveness. Now you get 15% tighter downrange dispersion in our longest driver ever. This is the new paradigm in performance from Callaway, the kings of distance. It looks like a blade. It feels like a blade, but it performs unlike any other. The new Odyssey Tri-Hot 5K is a radical departure from traditional thinking. With multi-material construction, a shallow CG, and MOI over 5,000, we've actually made the blade forgiving. The days of sacrificing performance for looks and feel just ended. The new Tri-Hot 5K, it's a blade unlike any other. From Odyssey, the number one putter on tour. In a world of too good to be true, every once in a while you experience something that lives up to the hype. That's been my experience at Black Desert Resort. The Tom Weiskopf Championship Designed Golf Course is next level with the PGA and LPGA Tours scheduled to play Black Desert. Demand is at an all-time high. Don't miss out on the exclusive opportunity to own real estate at Black Desert. Sign up for details at blackdesertresort.com and learn how you can enjoy year-round family fun in beautiful St. George, Utah. That's blackdesertresort.com This is not about splitting hairs. It's more precise than that. It's knowing to one one thousandth of an inch that every layer of every chrome soft is manufactured precisely which we confirm with proprietary 3D x-ray. Precision technology is not an industry standard but it is ours. You can hope your ball performs consistently or you can know it will with precision technology. ChromeSoft, better for the best, better for everyone. Sometimes, less is more. Like creating a revolutionary new raw face to maximize spin in every possible condition. But other times, more is more. Like taking the most aggressive groove in golf and adding even more advanced wedge technology. Like optimized tungsten weighting. It takes true innovation to deliver pure spin in its rawest form. The new Jaws Raw from Callaway. Now, back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. Hey, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. Time to welcome in America's favorite caddy. There are bag rats. And then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. Ah, the familiar open of America's favorite caddy. And uh, Bob just reminded me this is the first time chatting with the caddy since he spent time at Black Desert. So, yeah, uh, caddy, good to have you on, man. How are you? I'm uh, doing uh, pretty good. I'm I'm actually back in the nation's capital where I can either confirm or deny anything. Pretty much. <laughs> wow, kind of how it is. So Black Desert, Palm Springs, and then back to DC. That's yeah, it's quite back the travel. To DC. Yeah, 
Mm. So, all right, tell me, you spent four or five days. You spent four or five days of Black Desert. What? What'd you think? I liked it more every day. It's just a cool place. Uh, I tried to imagine if the lava wasn't there, would I feel the same way? You know, this and that. It's a really good golf course, and I think I could, I could play there every day. Um, it's pretty unique. Uh, there's, there's not many places like this running around the world. Um, yeah, it's just, it's cool. Beautiful. So how do you think the guys on tour are going to like it? Or what is it similar to anything that, uh, they play on tour right now? It isn't similar because of the lava and it's such a big deal. And, and the, the big question is, um, how are they going to play the lava? Are they going to lava the lava or lava it not? <laughs> right? I mean, we could go. I mean, you're going to need a Jimmy Buffett out there to calm you down if you start hitting a crooked, I can tell you that. Um, you've got, yeah. So you can play the lava as just through the green, which means it's pretty much unplayable when it's in it or lost ball, right? So right. that's that's pretty wild having it all over the golf course or they could play it as a penalty area i guess um which gives you a little more maybe a little more uh ability to take a drop uh, maybe um but yeah you, you can definitely avoid the lava if you play smart if you play current pga tour give me the driver i don't care golf you're going home before saturday mm. see you later yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Kind of like they brought back driving accuracy. <laughs> Pretty cool. Pretty cool. But the Our question is, the question is, it's, it's not good. Yeah. It, it doesn't, it doesn't take driving accuracy because the fairways are quite generous. Uh, for the most part, they're, they're generous. There's plenty of room, but you better not try to throw it down there in the neck. Or you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna get the hook if you try to hit it down the neck sooner or later. That's a t-shirt. Yeah. If you try to drive it down the neck, you're getting the hook. That's right. You're gonna get the hook. I like that. Mm-hmm. The the real question yeah. though is is what what advice and what kind of spiritual experience did you have with Tom Weiskopf's voice uh, throughout your time there? <laughs> so here's for our listeners who are uncertain about what we mean by this. Um, you're greeted by Tom Weisskopf's voice every time you drive up to the tee box to kind of describe the hole to you. And um, it's pretty cool. Until you drive to the tee box for the 15th time, and Tom just keeps telling you the same. You're like, Tom, I've heard this. Please just, I've heard it already. I got it, Tom. I got it. You know, so no, it's a, it's pretty neat though. I mean, he, he, he just, and, and I got to the point now tell me, I thought my Tom Weisskopf imitation was pretty good. I was spot on. I was, I was pleased with it. Yeah. Can can you give us a sample? Yeah, but now on the 11th hole, 
you're going to want to make sure you tee off from the right set of tees because I don't want you to, to leave you up on the hill with a 200-yard shot to a narrow green with water on the right. You need to hit it down the fairway, so make sure you play the right tee boxes for your game. <laughs> that's pretty good, and that's basically that's, what he says on I'm, 11, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, I did a little ad-lib in there, but, I mean, I'm I'm pretty happy with my – now, Tom Weisskopf has a he's, – he's, he kind of either created or brought into uh, current thought, architectural thought, the drivable par four, 15 mm-hmm. at River Highlands, you know, being one of the awesome drivable par fours on tour. And so, yes, he has a, he has a couple of them out there at Black Desert. And um, so you got 14. And he likes to put them in a cool spot because they're not right at the end of the round. They're kind of usually in the middle of the back nine where it doesn't really disrupt things too much. And a- anyway, it's um, that's a neat little he just did a nice job. Every hole's completely different. I mean, how often do you go through a golf course the very first time and remember every hole with no problem, right? I mean, that's pretty cool. That's that's a neat thing to be able to say. And um, it's just distinctive. Every hole's different. I love cool. that. Do you think the yep. players how, – how many of the players will be going for those drivable par fours, five and 14? Everyone. <laughs> I love it. Everyone will go for it, huh? Everyone's going to go for them every day, every time. I love it. Yeah. That's going to make some great Which viewing. Is cool. Yeah, you could have some interesting occurrences. We, we know what happens. We've seen the story. It's just what happens in golf. You're playing great. You've birdied the 14th hole. You've gone for it three days. You've hit it three times in a row. You're three under on it. You got a one or two shot lead. You come in there and then you just miss it a little bit. Maybe a maybe you bleed it a little right or hit it a groove low and it doesn't get over the lava. Uh oh. Or it goes a little left because that's the safety. You pull it a little left and you it bounces down and sneaks into that bunker that's thirty eight yards from the front of the green and it's like, oh boy. Now, you know, I kind of hit a little heavy coming out of there because I don't want to blade it over the green into the lava with a lead. So now I got a 40-footer up the tier. Here comes the three-foot, and you're just walking to 15 thinking, what have I done with my life? What did I just do? See, the caddy's charted this out already, and he knows where everything's at on this golf course. Right. Well, he's not wrong on 14. So a little bit yeah. of a candy cane, you know, shape there with a little dog leg right at the end where the green sits behind a little bluff. But the, he positioned fairway bunkers down there in line with the green. So if you're trying to go for it and you pull it, sure enough, yeah. you'll get in that. And that only I tell people when we go play, the only way you make that hole hard is hitting into that bunker because you got yeah. this little 40-yard, you know, fairway bunker yeah. shot. Yeah. To an elevated green and yeah, lava all around it. It's not. It's no picnic, right? So yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun to watch. No, cool. you don't. You don't want to pick. You don't want to picnic in the lava. It's very sharp. Um, the look. Um, I like number four. What a what a pretty tee shot number four is. And so there's a little bit of whistling straight off the tee at Black Desert. What I mean by that is. 
the first time you play Whistling Straits, it's visually intimidating off the tee. It looks much more difficult. It looks like there's nothing out there. Then you play it and you say, wow, there's actually a decent amount of room out there. It's not that bad. And you kind of get used to it after one or two days, and that's fine. And Black Desert has a little bit of that on several holes, number four being a great example. Um, it, but uh, I don't know. It's just what a nice visual. And then you get those views of the mountains when you're hitting up 13, 14, 15 kind of, but 16. That's a pretty-looking tee shot. And, uh, yeah. How about the collection of the par threes? Uh, so so let's let's go through the threes. You got number three, which is downhill, and has the um, it has the the Riviera bunker in the middle of it. And right? I like the fact that I like the fact that Tom tells you when you get to the tee that he stole that from Riviera. Mm. He or copied it. I should, he he goes. I copied that from Riviera. I think it's just cool that he just, you know, this didn't inspire me this or that. He's like, I copied it. <laughs> and the green is, you know, it has a little bit of reminiscent of Riviera 6. It's not as severe. Um, and then let's see. Our next one is number eight, which is short, fairly downhill hole. By the way, I think they were still building a T there um, when, I was, when I was running through there. And um, you've got that false front on the green. And then... Uh, then we roll to, we've got, well, let's just jump ahead. Well, 15, kind of a longer hole. Come and get me kind of thing. You can't go long. And then, what is it, Brian? It's probably five iron from the back of that T, six iron. At the maybe. most. At the and most, then, six iron probably. At the most for, for those guys, yeah. Um, but then, then 17, it's kind of themed on the postage stamp of Troon. It's more friendly. It's a little bigger target. But it's a long, mostly narrow green with some spill off on it. So the par threes are—they're not long. They're—it's a short collection of par threes, right? Um, which, which is which is kind of different. Um, three's got a little bit, but it, yeah, I mean, yeah. So that's that's the par three. Yeah. I like it. I mean, I, I've tell people, I think it's easy to make a, a par three hard by making it long. If you can make it interesting and challenging with, as a, with a short club, to me, that's, that's architectural gold, right? If you can do that, that, that holds a lot more water with me than just making it long. Right. Well, yeah, I, I mean, par threes have such a variation for the most part on tour, you run into more and more long par threes. And the interesting thing about par threes on the tour is when you look at stroke average, they're the hardest holes stroke average on the tour, which is interesting because you're teeing it up. You have a tee in your hand. Mm. You get the plate. You have a perfectly flat lie. You get a tee, and those holes play over par. It's it's even rare when a guy wins a tournament to be under par on the par three. It just so you have to ask yourself, well, why is that? And it's they're typically hitting more club into a par three than they're hitting into par fours. Mm. That's probably why that's the case. So. Interesting. I like it. Interesting. Well, yeah. Caddy, thanks for taking some time, man. Uh, that was fun, and it was fun to see you out there in person. The Caddy exists. He's real. We uh, we had dinner together. We we uh, enjoyed some time. So, yeah, it was, it was fun, and uh, thanks for doing that book. We're excited to see that. 
Thank you, gentlemen. There you go. That's the caddy right here on Real Golf Radio. He's off to his another important engagement, and we appreciate him spending a few minutes with us. Stay tuned. More Real Golf Radio continues next. Tease the season at Uinta Golf. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch. Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free. And they From took commercial care of all the to recreational you can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-390-5160. 800-390-5160. 800-390-5160. 800-390-5160. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. Thanks again to the caddy for joining us here. If you missed any part of it, follow us on social at Real Golf on X. Search Real Golf Radio on the other channels and download us where your favorite podcasts are found. Just search for Real Golf Radio. Appreciate the caddy giving us a little update on Black Desert. Hope you enjoyed that. Check out blackdesertresort.com for more details on that. Wow. 
Tiger's playing this week. We've got uh, rumors about Rom going to live. We've got, you know, the interview with Rex Hoggard in hour one. You want to go check that out. That is some really, really good stuff. And for those listening on our flagship station, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone in Salt Lake City, you'll hear that coming up here in just a little bit. But, you know, talking about all of the potential options that might still yeah. come down and what the implications of someone like John Rom if he were to sign with Liv. Now, the one thing he did give us is the sources he's talking to are uh-huh. suggest he's leaning that direction. So yeah, that's sounds like there, there's smoke. There might be fire yeah. in this one. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Other, you know, it's crazy that this this time of year we have so many um, different stories to talk about. Uh, Luke Donald is extending uh, as the Ryder Cup captain for over here in the United States, and Jordan Spieth took Rory McIlroy's spot on the Players Policy Board. Thanks for tuning in.